No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find us here six out of the seven days a week. So be sure to share this with your friends and family. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is, of course, not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Welcome to His Heart Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah. Let's get rocking. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Wherever you're at in the world, I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host and they are the ones in the captain's chair and they are behind the wheel. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Today is Thursday. I had to look for a second. I was like, oh, oh, double check, Jason. It is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. January 12th, 2023. And we are just zipping right along in this new year. And I tell you what, we have so much that has taken place. You know, we got we got Biden and these documents that are now being revealed these classified documents that he had in his possession that should have never been in his possession uh, once he was in the private. Um, But let's face it. I mean, you know, in all honesty, uh, once he's, I mean, these people are career politicians. I mean, were they really ever in the private? I mean, if we can be completely honest with you, you know, with, with, with ourselves, but nonetheless, you know, he has these documents, these classified documents that were in his possession. Okay. And, of course, he even gave some of these documents or sold, I don't know, one of the two over to China. And you know what's interesting about all of this? Remember when the whole Mar-a-Lago raid happened, right? Um, and again, I know we're talking about the de facto here for a brief moment, but this, see, this is very important. This is all part of the reason of, you know, this is all part of the puzzle of the restoring of America. Because here's the thing. Americans idolize too many things in this nation. There's too many people that idolize sports figures, political figures, movie stars, money, the internet, 
Facebook. I mean, you name it. Their own cars, their blue jeans. Americans, believe it or not, in my humble estimation, most of them are idiots because there's too many of us out here that idolize so much crap and so many worthless, useless people. Okay. Now, yes, Biden is part of the de facto, but it's very interesting that all this information is coming out and that he's going to get himself pretty much nailed to the wall for having these documents when he shouldn't have had it. Now, since since uh, the FBI forced itself into Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago to go after said classified documents, which, by the way, let's not forget, whatever they did find, he was actually within his bounds from uh, what I remember and understand that he was able to have. But whatever Biden's got, he was not allowed to have. He was never lawfully supposed to have these documents in hand. So why do I bring up the Mar-a-Lago raid? Well, here's the thing. There's a good thing called precedence. So Biden had these documents, gave them to China, and now what's going to we're probably going to end up seeing is the raid that happened to Trump in Mar-a-Lago. They're going to use that as precedence, and they're going to do the same thing to Biden. Just wait, okay? Well, well, Jason, it hasn't happened yet. This information has been out now for about twenty-four hours or so. Well, just wait, just wait, and watch, okay? But we're about to see an unraveling of so much that it's going to blow so many people's heads off. It's going to shatter so many people's realities. And quite frankly, it's, it's probably going to piss a lot of people off. But here is the thing. Here is the thing. There is specific purposes. There are specific reasons. And there are specific things that are occurring to fit, to, 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 to make this whole picture, the whole puzzle form together. Okay. This whole thing comes together and, and, and I have to address something on the chat board. So zero Michigan actually just said worthless, useless people, question mark, not according to God's plan slash perspective. Right. Okay. I'll address that, but here's how I'm going to address it. So you make a very good point, but I'm not going to shy away from what I just said, because a lot of these people, not all of them. So let me, let me stand correct on this. Not all of them, but the majority of these people, we can pretty much rest assured that a lot of these people in the corporate government have not only committed heinous acts of treason and crimes against humanity, but we better, we, we darn sure know that a lot of them have committed a lot of crimes against children, pedophilia, and sexualization of children. And that, to me, is worthless. So I stand by what I say with most of the people in the D.C. corporate government. That I will not back down from. Even the Bible says, and again, paraphrasing here because I don't have it directly right in front of my face, but anyone who causes these little ones, meaning kids, to stumble, to fall, right, to do anything bad to kids in general. It would be better for them to be having a millstone put around their neck and drowned at the bottom of the sea than for father to find them. 
And yes, I agree with Randy as well. Pray for them. Hold them responsible. Yes. We will always pray for the enemy. But there will be accountability. And that is going to happen. That has to happen. See, by now, I think a lot of people should know exactly how my style is over here. I have a very unique style. Yes, I will exert grace because that's what I would expect God to have on me. But let's make no mistake. Anybody who harms children is going to have a lot to answer for. And that individual, for me personally, now God might have a different viewpoint, and he probably does. Jesus might have a different viewpoint. And my Savior probably does. But let's not forget, we are all human. And my opinion and my viewpoint is anyone who does anything despicable and sexualize children, they are worthless to me. They are useless. Now, we have all this going on in the background. We got the craziness with the FAA that had their computer systems go down. That wasn't by accident, but yet, you know, I was getting people in my comments on uh, TikTok saying, yeah, well, bro, I live by a by an airport and uh, I saw airplanes taking off all day. So that's some bullcrap propaganda. Okay, I pay attention to the skies just as much as anybody because I'm outside all the time for my job. Yeah, I noticed airplanes as well during this time apparently of these you know flights being grounded i'm up at 2 a.m i pay so much attention to the sky i pay attention to the you know i pay attention to the the moon and the stars and the sun and yes air traffic as well i pay attention to all this so like i was getting these these tiktok comments from uh not really a whole lot of people a lot of people are like you know asking the same questions i was was this really like a glitch or, you know, what was the real purpose behind this? Question everything, right? Question everything. I saw planes flying too. Saw some chemtrails going. But this one guy wanted to be like, oh, well, I live by an airport and so this is all BS. And I'm sure you're going to come out and tell me that JFK Jr. is still alive and blah, 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 blah. And tell me more of your conspiracy theories, man. Well, I tell you what, his screen name kind of said it all to me because it was like Big Big Bang Dan or something like that. It's like, all right, anybody who's got the screen name Big Bang, uh, get the hell out of here. I'm sorry, you, you know, I, I don't subscribe to that nonsense, that Darwinian nonsense. All right, I believe in God and His creation, not the Big Bang nonsense that these people believe to be true. Well, some stardust got together and at a bar and they met and they they did the hibbity dibbity and all of a sudden poof all of a sudden all this creation happened because of you know some 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 matter got together in a bar out in the universe somewhere in nothingness land. No, God created this. So I say all that to say this. So my uncle, I didn't mention this yesterday. My uncle actually works in the FAA. He he started off as an air traffic controller and he's worked his way up since uh, through the ranks, if you will, in that agency. And uh, I forgot to text him yesterday. So I texted him today. I was just curious. I said, hey, I said, uh, what was up with, and he's out in Colorado uh, is where he's based out of. But I said, what was up with that, uh, that outage? And his response was ancient computers and no funding from Congress equals, and excuse my language, word um, uh, language uh, content here for a minute. So if you have kids, turn it down for a minute. 
But he says ancient computers and no funding from Congress equals bad shit. LOL. Uh, This isn't Republican or Democrat. This has been an issue for the entirety of my career, sadly. And I said, wow, I said, that really sucks. And I said, I was just kind of curious. I figured that's why I'd ask you. And so anyway, but yeah, so, um, you know, whatever's going on, and I'm sure he doesn't know the whole story either. Just because he works high up in the FAA doesn't mean he's given the whole story either. You know what I mean? I mean, because again, there's so many different things and operations that are taking place that are compartmentalized. So yeah, that's what his perception is. And I don't doubt him for a minute. I mean, there's, I mean, that doesn't surprise me one bit. I mean, if you actually look at a lot of government, um, you know, facilities, I mean, shoot, if you go to your secretary of state, for example, your department of motor vehicle. And for me, for example, I have to go every four years to renew my hazmat endorsement on my license so I can keep hauling gas. And so if you actually looked at the computers that you actually have to take a test on, oh my God, those things look like they're from the seventies. And it makes me scratch my head. Like, how are these things still even operational? Like, how do you even update the software in this? And so I could believe that they have ancient software for their air traffic control um, instruments and components and software and so on and so forth. And when you have old hardware, you're typically running off old software. So I could probably see a part of that being a thing. But again, but what's the bigger thing that's happening? Well, we do know that there are military operations taking place. Now, I can't sit here and give you 100% validation on all that. But based on my own research, there is without a doubt things going on. And if you actually follow Monkey Works, Monkey Works was even showing a lot of military air traffic in the sky when all this outage stuff was happening. So again, there's a lot more at play than you and I really even realize. But here's the thing. This commenter... (laughs) I called it out right away. I'm like, you know what, dude, before you start making stupid comments in my comment section, um, why don't you maybe tone yourself down for a minute? Pay attention to the words in my video, because I didn't say for one minute anything specific or saying, oh, this is to be true and this is to be believed and you should believe this, blah, 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 because Fox and the Gateway Pundit said this. I said, no, I even said in my own video, I want to learn more about what's happening. Why is this? Is it really an outage? Was it intentional? Was it a cyber attack? We don't know. I mean, hell, Pete Buttigieg, who is the head of the Department of Transportation, even said, whoa, we have no idea what's going on. I got news for you. Nobody in the de facto corporate government knows what's going on. You know why? They're losing control. So there's a lot of stuff that's taking place that people need to realize. It's going to be scary for a moment. It's going to be a lot scary. And we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break here because I want to get into the reading. But again, there's a lot that's taking place, but we need to remember that we need to put eyes on God, put eyes on Jesus Christ, put our entire faith and trust in God. Full surrender of your life to God. Invite Jesus in your heart. Ask God to guide your thoughts, guide your mind, guide your words, your actions. And pray for that discernment. Ask for clarity and to help keep you centered in what's really happening. Because there's a lot going on. So let's get into the reading real quick. Isaiah chapter 47. Then we'll get into the Constitution, Article 2. And then another little discussion with you know other stuff that's happening here. i got a couple sound uh, bites I want to play. One seven minutes. One's about eh, two minutes. 
very important pieces that I think really need to be heard. Uh, so we're going to get into the reading. So, okay, Isaiah chapter 47 out of the New American Standard Bible. So if you're following along and you're in like the NIV or NABRE or King James, obviously it's going to sound a little different, different words, whatever, but it should convey about the same message. So New American Standard Bible, only 15 verses, and it reads, Come down and sit in the dust, virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground without a throne, daughter of the Chaldeans, for you will no longer be called tender and delicate. Take the millstones and grind flour. Remove your veil, strip off the skirt, and uncover the leg across the rivers. Your nakedness will be uncovered. Your shame will also be exposed. I will take vengeance and will not spare anyone. Our Redeemer, the Lord of armies, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit silently and go into darkness, daughter of the Chaldeans, for you will no longer be called the queen of kingdoms. I was angry with my people. I profaned my heritage and handed them over to you. You did not show mercy to them. On the aged, you made your yoke very heavy. Yet you said, I will be a queen forever. These things you did not consider, nor remember the outcome of them. Now then, hear this, you luxuriant one who lives securely, who says in her heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. I will not sit as a widow, nor know the loss of children, but these two things will come on you suddenly in one day. Loss of children and widowhood. They will come on you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries, in spite of the great power of your spells. You felt secure in your wickedness and said, no one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge, they have led you astray. For you have said in your heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. But evil will come on you, which you will not know how to charm away. And disaster will fall on you, for which you cannot atone, and destruction about which you do not know will come on you suddenly. Persist now in your spells and you and your many sorceries with which you have labored from your youth. Perhaps you will be able to benefit. Perhaps you may cause trembling. You are wearied with your many counsels. Let now the astrologers, those who prophesy by the stars, those who predict by the new moons, stand up and save you from what will come upon you. Behold, you have become like stubble. Fire burns them. They cannot save themselves from the power of the flame. There will be no coal to warm by nor a fire to sit before. So those, excuse me, so have those become to you with whom you have labored. Those who have done business with you from your youth, each has wandered in his own way. There is no one to save you. That is the reading of Isaiah chapter 47, verses 1 through 15. And I do want to address actually something here, because um, Zero in Michigan actually makes another good point. And I do want to call out good points. So before I was calling some of these scumbags um, useless and worthless, he said, well, rather, you know, and I'm talking about more of the people that commit very heinous acts against children, sexual acts, stuff like that. And he said, well, maybe call them evil with like an I don't know uh, emoji. I agree because you know what? 
Zero Michigan, you you do make a very valid point, and I always would like to call out brilliance, and um, I will admit when I'm wrong because you know what, Zero Michigan's very right. Everyone has a use, even people who are evil. Because the Bible is very clear, if I recall correctly, I cannot remember the chapter and verse. But God uses all evil for his benefit, for the better, for the greater good. So if somebody is using their free will to do evil, God will always find a way to turn that around to create a... Um, a purpose in his in his uh, in in his ways of doing things. So I will say that. So I will actually correct myself on that verbiage. Thank you for that because it is actually very well noted and should be noted. And let's see here. And you know what? I've always wondered that. He said, "Jason, FYI, the H in Chaldeans is silent. So what is it? The Chaldeans? Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you." I've always heard people pronounce it Chaldeans too. So there's been a lot of other people out there that have been saying it wrong. Okay, Chaldeans. Thank you. Man, I need to have you on the show, man. So um, thank you for that correction. And see, this is why I like the community here. This is why I like having people like Randy, uh, Zero Michigan, Destry, other people. Because, you know, I, I don't. I don't have it all right sometimes. And sometimes I get little things wrong or, you know, mispronounce things or misremember things. And I... My, listen, I have no pride in ego. That's got thrown away long ago. So if I'm making a mistake, I expect you guys to hold me accountable. And I will gladly accept that accountability and make the corrections where needed. So, but anyway, um, so it seems to be very easy to see that a witch or like a medium in this case which is in sin and on a path of destruction. But what about, you know, a professor, let's just say in biology, for example, right? So scripture teaches us that sinners are in darkness. That's what scripture pretty much teaches us in, in, in simplest form. Relying on things that cannot satisfy. And they were, you know, that, there are weary, you know, that they're weary in their souls. And so that they trust in their understanding of the world. And when I say they, I'm talking like, you know, these professors, right? They trust in their understanding of the world, seeking to build their perfect life. And, uh, you know, and, but yet never really able to attain it. Now their worldview has a giant hole in it that most people in the science community seems to never really be able to fill. They know they are missing something, but they don't know what, right? And that is why the person who has everything he says he wants can still be miserable. He has everything he knows he wants that he thinks he wants, but still is missing something, right? There's something, there's that, there's that gaping hole in their heart. What is that? Well, I would argue it would maybe mean, I don't know, the presence of Christ, right? So why does the scientist try to explain creation? Why does the philosopher answer the big questions? They're trying to fill that hole, that void, and they're trying to make sense of a world created by God without acknowledging him. And such is a futile endeavor, but they can't see that. They're blinded to that. 
And so to them, the Christian is the one who is blind. They think we're the ignorant, we're the dumb people, right? Oh, those Christians. They believe in the fairy tale of a perfect God. What morons. But see, the world is too dark for, for, for them to be, you know, for in their mind, the world is too dark for there to be a God as good as the Christian God that we read about in the Bible, that we believe in, right? In other words, stuck in darkness, they are blind to the truth that they can leave the darkness and live in light. Listen, the stuff that's happening today, sure, to most people can be a very scary thing. But when you're rooted with God at the center of your life and you invite Jesus in your heart on a daily basis because you're scared that he would leave, you have to keep reaffirming and reinviting Jesus, please be in my heart. Because if you don't do it, Jesus is going to think that he's not wanted in your life. So you have to do this on a daily basis. I do. And so, but with all the chaos and craziness that's going on, I could not be happier in my life. I feel like we are finally going to see the revival this nation really, truly needs to see. And quite frankly, that the world needs to see. And so that seems to be one of the biggest tragedy of the sinner. They don't realize that they can leave. But see, they think they have it right. Right? Right? They think they got it right. And so God describes this condition in Isaiah 42, verse 7, as sitting blind in darkness in a prison house. And God tries to open their eyes to lead them out, but they choose to sit in darkness intentionally. Refusing to believe that there is a God. They dismiss the voice of the one trying to help them, which is trying to set them free. And if you watch people around you very closely, you got to ask yourself, are they living in darkness or are they living in light? You can typically tell when you look at people in, the, in, in their eyes, generally, without even saying anything. You can typically tell-ish. Are they sighing constantly? Do they complain about everything all the time? Are they negative Nellies? Are they angry at everyone? Are they alcoholics? Are they engaged in pornography? Are they drug addicted? See, all these are signs that a person has in their life to try to fill that gaping hole that's missing, right? The hole that only Christ can fill. And there is an emptiness that he or she cannot fill. And that is why it is so important that we show our light By living and walking with Christ, the born-again believer is living proof that one can come out of the darkness and find peace and light. Absolutely. So let's break this down real quick, verse by verse, and then I'll get into the sound pieces, and then uh, we'll read the Constitution article too. Actually, you know what? Because... Again, I, I really have to do my best to stay strict with keeping this show at about an hour. So let's do this. Let's take a quick little, uh, short little uh, break, and then we will come right back on the other side with uh, some more of the discussion. And we're going to do, like I said, we'll do a reading out of, um, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, out of the Constitution. We're going to be reading Article 
two. Okay, we'll be right back. You are tuned in to the His Hardline Podcast. His Hardline Podcast. We will be right back after this short break. We will be right back after this short break. I tell you what, you guys are awesome. I, I I find a lot of enjoyment sometimes reading through the comments. Actually, I, I see sometimes I gotta like sometimes minimize my screen because sometimes you'll hear pauses when I talk, and that's just me just you know reading. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I have two sound bites I'm gonna play. One's about seven minutes long. The other one is about um, two and a half. And, uh, and, and just FYI, the reason also, too, I wanted to let you know why I did this podcast starting at 3.30, just FYI, um, is because uh, today's Thursday, and so we do have an assembly. Uh, well, we have our Michigan State call, and then we have our national call. That's at 9 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So if anybody, anybody that's listening, even if you're not part of the assembly, if you want to learn more about it, have questions, you can actually dial in. There's no code needed, okay? And if you have a pen and paper, it's 657-390-7601. Again, that number is 657-390-7601. If you're on a computer and you happen to have freeconferencecall.com or log on to freeconferencecall.com, the online meeting ID is, it's all one word, National Assembly. National Assembly. And if you want to find that information, you can go to national-assembly.net, click on the conference call info, and it'll give you all the info information that you need there um, and so on and so forth. So there's all of that. Um, so that's the reason why I'm doing this show early today instead of the typical seven o'clock because our state meeting starts at 730. So uh, just FYI, um, Randy. Oh, the number again. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Um, so the direct number is 657 390-7601. I would copy and paste it, but Destry has this awesome thing on here. It says, sorry, function is disabled. You cannot copy Destry. Now I get why he did that though. So yeah, 657-390-7601. So there's that. Um, he's got to keep that. He's got to keep that that website secure. I mean, he showed me some logs of how many people. I mean, how I think there is one weekend leading up to Christmas or after Christmas. I can't remember what time frame it was, but like one weekend, he had like over what? What was it, Destry? Over over like twelve hundred or fourteen hundred hack attempts on your on 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 the National Assembly website. I mean, that's nuts. That just goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, how over the mark. And how effective they know the assembly of people. They know exactly how, how effective it's going to be. Wow. He just said right here in the chat that he's had over 6,500 hack attempts as of last night. Here's something else too. Um, 
please enter number for ability to screenshot. Um, let me just do this. Hold on a second. I have an idea. I'll just do this real quick. I'm just going to move this window. For those of you that are listening uh, on the replay, forgive my bumbling here. I'm just typing something here. So 657, again, is a number. 390-7601. And there is no code. And the national meeting starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. Sorry, folks, for anybody listening on the download, um, just typing as I speak. If you can't tell, that's what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, 657-390-7601. There you go. So, anyway, yeah, Destry's got National Assembly website uh, locked down even probably better than Fort Knox. All right. Um, there's a lot of bad people that want to take that site down. Speaking of other crazy stuff, I do have to mention this before we get into the you know Article 2 of the Constitution. So... I have no idea what this was about. No idea whatsoever. So my wife sends me a text. She's still down in Florida. They they well they they travel back tomorrow. Thank God. Because let me tell you something, guys. Running a podcast, working 12, 13 hour days behind the wheel of a truck. I had to do my own grocery shopping yesterday. And holy crap, first off, eggs are freaking gold for a 24 pack of eggs and i'm not even talking the cage free you know uh you know whatever other awesome words that they put on these packages i'm talking your basic stuff right your basic your basic eggs factory farmed eggs almost 10 bucks for a 24 pack so five bucks for for you know for a, a dozen when i remember not just too long ago, it was, I don't know, 89 cents for a dozen. Now it's like five bucks for a dozen. There's a bunch of TikTokers uh, making these funny videos like they're drug dealers, but instead of drug dealers or egg dealers, you know, acting like they're drug dealers on a corner selling eggs. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I, I just, I, I don't, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's insane. It really is insane. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I tell you what, it sucks not having my wife around because I have to do my own grocery shopping and I have to do my own laundry. And uh, and not that I don't help around the house, but like now I have to take on everything that I, I don't want to say took for granted, but I, I guess I could be honest. Yeah, took for granted because it was just always done automatically. And uh, now I'm like, I got double the workload. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, this really sucks. My wife is having a blast about it. But anyway, the reason I bring her up though, that's beside the point. She was saying yesterday, she goes, I forgot to tell you, this is a text she sent me earlier. She goes, I forgot to tell you, I heard the lowest and loudest helicopter this morning over the house, which was my mom's house in South Florida there at about 1 a.m. It was so loud and low, it shook the house. I saw the lights from it too. Very eerie. Lisi, who happens to be my mom's neighbor, my, my wife's good friends with her, Lisi saw and felt it too. And her husband, by the way, he's been in, he's uh, served in the Coast Guard, still serving. 
And uh, I said, wow, that's very interesting. And yeah, very creepy. But yeah, she said she had a hard time falling back asleep. But Lisey said, uh, because again, her husband's in the, you know, in the Coast Guard. She said, well, you know, there's a secret base around here that a lot of people really don't know about. You know, very few people know about. I said, wow, that is really, really weird. So, yeah, um, I don't think they got an ID of the aircraft zero uh, in Michigan because I was wondering about the same thing uh, because of the fact that how dark it was. Um, but, yeah, it was really, really low. And I was like, wow, I'm like, that's pretty crazy. Speak, speak of her. She just popped in right now. Popping in to spy on me, see if I'm talking about anything bad. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I was just, I was talking about that, uh, that helicopter there, babe. So yeah, very, very interesting. What did, uh, what did Destry say? E.T. revisiting? E.T. You talking about aliens? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Maybe the government's spying on Katie. I don't know. They, they probably don't like that we're in the assembly. I mean, the, Destry had 6,500 attacks on his, uh, you know, on his website. And now we got the, uh, you know, who knows? we got the deep state government trying to take tabs on where everybody's at. Like, we're not letting anybody go home. Anyway, so let's get into the reading of Article 2, Section 1, and then I'll play those sound pipes that I actually want people to listen to. Actually, you know what? No, because we're kind of on that topic in a way about inflation and like how we're kind of in hard times. I'm going to play the short clip now. We'll get into the reading of Article 2 of the Constitution, and then I'll play the longer soundbite at the end of that. But listen to this. So this was a video I came across on TikTok. Some of you might recognize his voice because, I mean, the guy is very spot on in his assessment. But let's listen to this real quick. As Americans, we're about to experience something we've never experienced before in our living history. Now, our grandparents went through something like this. Now, this is not to create fear. This is to help you understand, number two, what you can do to get yourself out of this position. And number three, how important this timeline is. So number one, why are we in this position? As of today, the consumer credit index is skyrocketing. What that means is consumers in America are stacking their credit cards. Now, why is that happening? In 2020, going into 2021, the printing machine was full blast. Stimulus checks were flying. People's savings accounts were stacked up. So as we went into 2022, especially if you're in crypto, we had a massive pullback on assets. So everybody still had the low interest rate environment, easy to borrow, money flowing like water, mindset and indoctrination poverty mindset and they never slowed down their expenditures or their lifestyle to prepare for what's coming. So all of a sudden, boom, they slam on the brakes to recorrect the economy and bring down inflation. They skyrocket interest rates. So at first, when interest rates skyrocket, banks start to make a ton of money. But if you understand debt cycles, when the ability to service debt is not available and interest rates skyrocket, it crosses a line where everything starts to collapse. So a high interest rate environment in a healthy economy is very, very good, but a high interest rate environment in a very unhealthy economy is cataclysmic. So now consumers are stacking up their credit cards. They have no savings. People making $150,000 are starting to live paycheck to paycheck. The layoffs are starting right now, and we're heading into one of the biggest recessions we've ever experienced. The IMF said that three of the biggest countries are heading into a recession at the same time. So that's what we're facing. What can you do? to create a budget right now. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's so true. Um, 
credit card usage is going through the roof. Um, and yeah, I agree with the zero in Michigan. It is bad money management. Too many people over leveraging their debt and probably a lot of people. And see, this is what caught a lot of people off guard. I shouldn't even say off guard, but yeah, in a way off guard to a degree. Um, but this is what caught a lot of people uh, with their pants down, if you will, back in 08, 09. There were so many people that were getting approved for loans that shouldn't have been approved for loans. There were so many people that had so much equity in their homes that they were getting HELOCs, you know, home equity lines of credit, and they were t- borrowing against their house. And then all of a sudden, the housing development, you know, the housing market crashed, and it caused all of a sudden, everybody went, I mean, everybody pretty much defaulted on their loans because they had all this, you know, equity lines of credit pulled out on their house, which will, lines of credit they thought they had and now they're completely upside down and causes you know banks to pretty much you know bankrupt on everybody in america pretty much that 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 fell into that trap and we're seeing that i think slowly taking that turn again but it could possibly be worse i don't know i'm not an economist i'm not here to try to create fear porn but what i am trying to say is don't over leverage yourself with a ton of debt. But sadly, there's a lot of people that aren't making a lot of money and now they're using their credit cards to pay for these $10, you know, eggs for 24 eggs. Heck, the butter we use used to be like $3.67 at Meyer. Now, yesterday, $5.09. It's crazy. But yeah, it's just, you know, we, we, we got to start getting, you know, you got to start getting better with your money, folks. Okay. Um, you know, not just put yourself on a budget, but scale back. Don't go out to eat. If you do, maybe once a month, don't do it twice a week or three times a week like a lot of people do. Cook more at home. Eat more real food. That's not going to be bad for you anyways. In fact, if anything, it'll probably improve your health because a lot of stuff that's at a lot of restaurants is garbage. Destry says it's hard. Move to Alaska. Economy always is opposite of the lower 48. Yeah, my wife won't let that happen. (laughs) Too cold. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so... Just the whole moral of that soundbite is just be prepared. Know that something is coming that's going to be out of our control. But what is in your control? Well, you can do your best to try to make and earn more money. But the biggest thing you can do is don't spend frivolous. I can't even say the word frivolously. Basically, don't spend like a drunken sailor. I still didn't say that uh, word properly. Be wise with your money. Save. Have some cash reserves. Store up extra food where you can. All right? I don't know what's coming, but what I do know is what is coming our way is not an amusement park where we get to have a ton of fun and, and have picnics. I mean, it, it's, it's before it gets better, I still think it's going to end up kind of looking a little scary for the bulk of Americans. So let's get into the reading of the Article 2 of the Constitution. So Article 2, which talks about the executive power of the government, that has one, two, three, four sections. I think we can probably 
Mm, no, you know what? For the sake of time, we're going to do the first section. And then tomorrow we'll do sections two, three, and four, because the first section is like the longest section. And then I'll play that sound bite. So section one, the executive power shall be vested in a president of the United States of America, and he shall hold his office during the term of four years and together with a vice president cho chosen for the same term be, be elected as follows. Each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. But no senator or representative or person holding an office or of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for two persons of whom one at least shall be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves and they shall make a list of all the persons voted for and of the number of votes for each which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the united states directed to the president of the senate the president of the senate shall in the presence of the senate and house of representatives open all the certificates and the votes shall then be counted the persons having the greatest number of votes shall be the president if such number be a majority of the whole number of each electors appointed and if there be more than one who have such majority and have equal number of votes, then the House of Representatives shall immediately choose by ballot one of them for president. And if no person have the majority, then from the five highest on the list and said House shall in like manner choose the president. But in choosing the president, the votes shall be taken by states, the representation for each state having one vote, a quorum for this purpose shall consist of a member or members from two thirds of the states and a majority of all the states shall be necessary to a choice. In every case, after the choice of the president, the person having the greatest number of votes of the electors shall be the vice president. But if there should remain two or more who have equal votes, the Senate shall choose from them by ballot the vice president. Now the Congress may determine the time of choosing the electors and the day on which they shall give their votes, which day shall be the same throughout the United States. No person except a natural born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time of the adoption of this constitution shall be eligible to the office of president. Neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall not have attained to the age of 35 years and been 14 years a resident within the United States. In case of the removal of the president from office or of his death, resignation, or inability to discharge the powers and duties of the said office, the same shall dissolve, excuse me, the same shall devolve on the vice president and the Congress may by law Provide for the case of removal, death, resignation, or inability, both of the president and vice president, declaring what officer shall then act as president and such officer shall act accordingly until the disability be removed or a president shall be elected. The president shall at stated times receive for his services a compensation which shall neither be increased nor diminished during the period for which he shall have been elected, and he shall not receive within that period 
any other emolument from the United States or any of them. Before he enters on the execution of his office, he shall take the following oath or affirmation. I quote, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, end quote. So that is the whole section, uh, one, of Article 2. And like I said, the only reason I'm, I'm reading Section 1 only and then Sections 2, 3, and 4 tomorrow is because Sections 2, 3, and 4 are about as long as Section 1. And for the sake of time, because again, that's one of my biggest things I'm doing starting with the new year is recalibrating how I spend my time and make sure that I don't go over terribly much in a lot of these other areas. So that is, again, Section 2 of Article uh, or of the Constitution, Section 1, Article 2 of the Constitution. So uh, talking about uh, the powers of the executive branch. Now, the next soundbite that really hit hard for me earlier when I was listening to this on TikTok, this is very interesting. Is um, it's like I said, it's about seven minutes, and this is something I think everybody needs to hear. This is the biggest reason why we have to assemble. But I think before people really fully wake up, people need to lose a lot. Okay, I mean, I think Dave on X twenty two said it a lot. Says it a lot. People need to be pushed to the precipice of destruction. Let's listen what this guy had to say. Very unpopular um, viewpoint, probably to most people who are still asleep, but I agree with him 100%. Give this a quick listen. What I'm about to say is probably not going to be very well received. It's going to be misunderstood by many. I'm sure I'll get ridiculed and hate for it. But I need you to think instead of respond. Because it seems like there's a lot of people that don't do much thinking and a whole lot of responding. That means you're driven by your emotions. Oh, I'm kind of past the emotional part of all of this. Uh, yeah, it's there, deep-seated anger and everything. But uh, it's more of a calculated stance at this point. I wish you would lose everything you have. All your comforts, all of your conveniences, and absolutely all of your distractions. So your television, your internet, your social media, your power, your electricity, your fuel, your grocery stores, your vehicles, your houses, your everything. Your hospitals, your pharmacies, your country. I wish you would lose everything you have until you have absolutely nothing and you're standing in the middle of the streets with nothing left. You've lost it all. Standing out in the rain and the cold, hungry, cold, screaming children. Nothing left to live for. And then, I hope when you're standing there, they tell you it's illegal for you to stand there. It's They tell you it's illegal for you to lay down. They tell you it's illegal for you to ask for help. Until it hits you 
like a brick in the side of the head. It soberingly hit you that you are now a criminal for existing on the planet. You, yourself, and your children, and everything about your whole existence has now been made illegal. Why do I wish this? Seems horrible, doesn't it? It's cruel. What a piece of shit I am to wish such horrible thing upon everyone. Well, the reason why is because it's all of this shit that keeps you complacent. And what's happening is everything I just mentioned is actually being taken from you. Now, you don't notice that it's being taken from you because while they're taking the things that matter, they're leaving you with the things that don't matter, like social media, like your movies, your music, your entertainment, your convenience stores, your, your comfort foods, your bare minimal. And they're not doing it to everyone at once. They're doing it, it's a trickle fee, but it happens to some people over here while nothing happens to the people over there. So the people over there don't care what happens to the people over there because it's not happening to them. So I wish that it would happen to everyone all at once. Because when there's nothing left to keep you complacent and passive, you have no reason to make an excuse anymore not to get up and go down there and gather all of these people who have destroyed everything about you in your life and told you you are now illegal to survive, to live here. They've stripped you of everything. And go down there and gather them up and put them on trial by the very laws they made themselves exempt from and put everyone else accountable to. You know, the laws where if it don't suit them, they just change it at their will to suit them. And if you would do this, then that world that you claim you love and want so much could come back. But you keep waiting for somebody else to do it. Well, many of you say, I'm waiting for Jesus to come back. I don't know how you lost sight of the fact or, or what you were very clearly told that you were members of the body of Christ and that he works through you. And whatever gets done in God's will gets done through the will of the people. You're waiting for a magical entity that lives in the clouds to come down and save you. And he told you you were that temple and he told you you were that body. And it is through you. So you ask, why does God allow? Well, because why did you allow? So if you see somebody starving and you say, why did God allow that? Why are you allowing it? You're part of the body. We're not going to get into religion. If you can't figure that out, well, then nothing I say is going to matter. But it is only, it's very clear at this point, that it is only when there's nothing left that you will finally get up. I mean, if I look at the other countries and I ask myself, what was it that got them to get up and finally say enough and get in their streets and start destroying the oppressor's around them, or at least trying to. Well, what it is, is they have nothing left. There's nothing more for them to take from them. All those things I mentioned, they're now gone in their world. 
So now they don't care anymore. The whole world is waiting for America, the last bastion of hope here, where everyone is armed. They're all waiting for us. And the same people that are doing it to them are doing it to us. But I'll be damned if you can't get somebody to do whatever you want, if you could just throw a big enough bribe in front of them, and that's exactly what they've done. Because all of these things that keep you complacent are bribes, which means you've taken a bribe because it's easy. For some people, it's too late. They're in them streets, and now they're being told that they're not even allowed to lay their head down. But you don't care. It's not you. But it will be. And it will absolutely be your children. So what's going to happen in the end of this is everyone in this country and a lot of people around the world are going to go down in history books as the cowards, the traitors, the ones that allowed it to happen. That's going to be your legacy. If I could fix it myself, I would. But I need no less than 100 million men and women ready to go. Ready to sacrifice just the way everything was sacrificed for them so that you could have what you have now. That you're just letting go for nothing. That's alright. Don't say you weren't warned. And Yep. That guy... I don't think there's really much more to that that I could uh, really add to that. There is not much more I could add to that because he's right. Do you know how many people that I have heard that have come into the assembly, joined, and some not come back? And I've heard some of the stories from people that I've talked to that, you know, in my county and at the state. I'm like, well, how come some of these people aren't here? Would you believe, and I believe it because of what I heard this guy just say, there are people like, well, you know, we just want to live our life. We want to have fun. We want to go golfing. Me and Herb, we just, we want to, we just want to, we want to do us. You know, we're, we're just, we don't have time for this. Time. Golfing. What? What the hell are you talking about? You don't have time. You just want to live your life. I got news for you. Our kids and grandkids aren't going to have a life if we don't step up and do something now. And so this guy is absolutely right. Too many people don't want to lose their conveniences. They don't want to step away from their social media. They don't want to step out outside of their designer clothes. They don't want to step away from their little binge watching, you know, Netflix, you know, TV, whatever shows. Keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't know what people listen or watch anymore these days. I'm so disconnected from mainstream. It's not even funny. But he's right. People are in the process actively right now of losing a lot. And some people are almost at the point of losing it all. And some people not so much. But here's the thing. 
America really truly is the last bastion of hope here. And the world is watching America. But sadly, fighting for freedom and liberty and, you know, and fighting for what God actually gave us isn't enough. But yeah, he's right. Damn it all. They'll do anything for a bribe. They'll do anything for a bribe. And I'm pretty certain the Bible is very clear on people who take bribes, especially judges. Without getting this too far drawn out, because I really don't believe I have much more commentary to add to this because he said it better than I could. I'll just say this. This is one of the reasons, the reason why we need to assemble, because the very power structures that ran this nation are the same power structures that used the laws that were in place. And they somehow found ways to circumvent those laws Rules for thee, but not for me mentality, right? We're the serfs, and they're the ones that are the royals above us. No, that's not how God designed this. And that's not how God had intended for us. And yes, when we do have our assemblies, we will impanel our common law grand juries, and we will investigate and there will be accountability Destry just said it right here on the chat and he's been doing this for better than 10 years I'm going on 50 and more willing to fight more than ever in my life he knows what's at stake and so do many others that have been in this for that long. They know exactly what's at stake. They also know what exactly is coming. So, assemble your state, ladies and gentlemen. Go to national-assembly.net. Call into the national state call. Ask some questions. It's 9 p.m. Eastern time. Sometimes I'm able to make that national call, sometimes not. Tonight, I'm not going to be able to. I'll, I'll be on my state call but because uh, usually I have Fridays off. But because of coming off a of vacation and anything, you know, so on and so forth, I'll be working tomorrow. And, of course, 2 a.m. comes very, very quickly. And a call sometimes can go to about 10, you know, a little after. And so I got to get my ugly sleep, if you will. So anyway, but let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much for this time together and for the lessons that you brought forward to us here in the book of Isaiah. And we thank you for this document that we are continuing to read, which is the Constitution, which shackles and binds the power of the lower three branches of government. I pray that the people of this nation, that the Americans of this nation, will start to realize and remember exactly just who they are and who serves them. But at the same time, we also need to remember who we serve, and that is you, Father in heaven, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And by serving you means we need to learn to serve our fellow brothers and sisters. So we do need to be better at that. 
rather than ask why or how could God do such a thing like leaving this lady who's homeless without a meal, we need to be asking ourselves the very question to ourselves, how can we allow this to happen? Because we have the living God in each and every one of us. Most of us ask, how can you do this? But we need to be asking ourselves, how are we allowing this? We need to take care of each other. We need to pray for each other. And speaking of praying, we need to, I want to say a prayer for our enemies, the ones who commit crimes against humanity and commit acts of treason against this nation, those who commit atrocious crimes against children, sexualizing children. We pray for those enemies that they finally see that what they're doing is wrong and they hopefully can turn to you, God. We thank you for all that you provide for us. We thank you for your guidance. And we continue to ask for your, you know, to help provide discernment and clarity and help us stay centered and grounded in this informational battle that we're in. And so with that, we want to say thank you for another day of life and good health. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So that is all I have for you all, ladies and gentlemen, and I appreciate you adjusting to the time change just for Thursday, because like I said, have a conference call later, and uh, that does come first uh, ahead of this assembly, or ahead of this podcast. So that's why it's like, well, I could either skip the podcast and just, you know, be lazy or readjust and hope, you know, you guys forgive me. (laughs) So like I said, though, We are firm, we're steadfast, and we are uncompromising here at His Hard Line. You all need to remain that way. Keep pushing the enemy and hold that line. Keep pushing the enemy on their side. And remember the lines that you shouldn't be crossing either, because we all have hard lines too that we need to not just hold, but never cross. So, I hope you all have a blessed day or night, wherever you're at in the world. And we'll be back here tomorrow. And um, I may even be doing the show a little early tomorrow. Because, again, like I said, I got to work tomorrow. I'm just thinking in my head here. And with my wife and daughter flying back from Florida tomorrow, um, they land around the time I would be setting up for the show. So I may do this again tomorrow at 3 or 3.30. So just a little heads up. So I hope you all have a great day. Oh, and I do kind of want to put out a little shout out here because I see someone just put in the chat. This is my second show. Thank you for doing this. Very interesting and like-minded. Well, thank you, Rachel, for joining. Um, she asked, are we doing this every day? So we do this six days out of the seven. Typically, it'll either be a Friday or a Saturday. That would be a day off. It just depends on my work week because like I, 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 I'm a truck driver. Um, so put in long hours. But typically, it's Monday through Thursday for sure, um, more than likely, or Sunday through Thursday for sure, and it's just a toss-up between Friday or Saturday of which day I decide to, you know, take off. So, but yeah, six days a week, and we try to stick with about an hour, so I try not to go much over than that. Uh, The reason I'm allowing that is because, well, I don't have my daughter to tuck in right now, but uh, once they're home, I'm staying strict to the schedule. (laughs) So I hope you all have a great night, great day. I appreciate you all being here. God bless you all. And we'll be back tomorrow afternoon about 3 to 3.30. So just stay tuned on True Social or Telegram for those times. All right. We'll see you then.
Bye-bye. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here at His Heart Line. Really appreciate you. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Just copy the link, shoot it via text. You could share it on social media. I don't care if you got to put it up in smoke signals. Just get it out there. And don't forget to check out the website, www.hisharline.com. And join us here every single day. We operate six out of the seven days a week. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't forget, don't forget. sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. We'll see you back here next time.